Howdy, everyone. Welcome to Unsafe Space. You're watching Kopefi Break, which is a live show we do every Monday and Friday at 11 a.m. Today is some kind of time, day, whatever. Friday, January 14th. Um, I'm Carter, and I'm joined by a woman in a hat in Texas who has her house back, or at least the, the background of her house back. You're muted. She's also muted. That's the other thing that she is. Hi, my name is Carrie Smith. Um, nice to be here with you guys. Uh, uh, yeah, I do. I do have my. I do have this this studio, and actually, the microphone. I can't say thank you enough. I'll say it one more time to Clutch. Thank you for the microphone. Now you sound really good. Yeah, it sounds I good. It's, I so think it's working. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. As a reminder, uh, we stream on. Not just YouTube, but also Odyssey and Utreon, so you can find us there. Um, welcome to people watching us on other platforms. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at underscore unsafe space, and um, and you can support us by going to unsafespace.com/support. I think actually slash donate works as well, but whatever. Um, probably most of you are subscribed, um, but if not, or if you suspect that Susan Wojcicki at YouTube may have unsubscribed you, please go check. Press that subscribe button. We have a book club coming up on January 30th. I thought I had the book. I never have the book Crime next and punishment. to me. There it is. Carrie has it. Yep. So you Crime still have time. You can also do the audio version. And if you want to join us, the book club is always free to join. There's also a Facebook group if you want to be in the group talking about books. Yes. And I think you still have time to read it, of course, but... It is kind of long, so don't wait until the night before. It's not like a zip through it and join book club. I mean, you could join, but you won't have much to say. There might be spoilers. Um, also tonight we have, I think we have an episode. Correct me if I'm wrong, Beverly, but I think 451 Degrees is there's an episode coming out tonight. Uh, and if I'm wrong, Be Beverly will jump in and say Carter's wrong. Uh, all right. We have two special guests today. I didn't realize they knew each other until uh, we talked about having one on and then the other on and then turns out they actually know each other um let's start with bringing on the the guy you're already familiar with from great reset comics division well hello there hey man how, how are, are you? you doing doing good doing good you've um, chosen your avatar today i like it yeah i mean it, it it's uh kind of a plausible deniability thing since this yes. is technically my work day so yeah right yeah yeah, your voice is uh, not recognizable in any way. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> no, you have a you have a great voice, by the way. I think you're in the top three right of oh, people yeah. on the show. It's like you and Clifton Duncan. I, well, and you know, I've, I've heard before. Mystery I have Chris a, a, a great radio voice and a face to match. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you do have the voice. The other person we're bringing on is a crazy, crazy man who's the leading Hispanic. In comics, <laughs> I think. Uh, John De La Rose. John. Well, how did I get known as crazy? What's going on with this, Carter? Oh, I come just on, think man. you're a crazy, crazy, crazy person. You did an eight-hour stream of a hearing for, of in an Australian kangaroo court recently. That's crazy. That was the most boring thing I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> and it's also the biggest YouTube video I've ever. So 12,000 people watched it with me. What are these people thinking? I don't get it. It was hard to find the stream. That's why I yeah. think they were just watching it. <laughs> they were watching it for the stream. Um, 
well, missed John, it after, people... after you left. Okay. I want to after you left because because Carter watched the stream. They paused the stream and went on lunch break for like three hours because it's the government. <laughs> and this is what governments do. Right. Tax dollars at work. And so I got bored in the middle of that, like waiting for them to come back. I'm just like, when are they going to come back? Gosh. And so I put the link in the chat to let random people on. And two Australian people came on from there and they were rapidly pro-government. I mean, they were just like, they are brainwashed. The, the Australian people are like, isn't that amazing? Full, all good with being controlled, all good with just being locked down forever. They're insane. My, my experience uh, and, has been the opposite. I mean, I, really? I have several watchers, yeah, that are in the, um, Australia and they are like, you know, this is crazy. But they, they do have that kind of optimistic attitude of, well, maybe it will be better tomorrow. Maybe yeah. it will be better tomorrow. And, and that's the government I guess, will part do of the right condition. thing. Yeah. They're at least trying to. some self selection, right? Because people that right. watch you, Comics Division, are clearly, they know, you know, what you're going to say. But in this stream that John was doing, I think a lot of people were just watching because they wanted to watch the court. Yeah. Hearing, it's like right? a lot so like, of normies, maybe. Yeah. They kept telling Carter and I to shut up when we were talking about it because I'm like, I should give yeah. my commentary. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't but, want uh, that. But they came on, and then two Serbians came on. So if you guys don't know the situation in Australia, like the, the number one tennis player in the world, it, he actually just got in order to get deported again. Uh, oh, they revoked uh, his night. visa? They revoked his visa again. Yeah. Wow. And so I didn't he's a that. Serbian guy. Yeah, no, the Australian minister, he put out a vague statement saying it was for the public good. Uh, that's, whatever that means. That's always how it goes, right? For yeah. The public good, for the greater yeah. good. It's, it's great. Yeah. But ser two Serbians came on also. And the Serbians are super anti-vax, super anti-government. And so the Serbians and Australians just were yelling at each other on my stream for like 30 minutes about lockdowns and all this stuff. It was, it was fat. It was about the most entertaining thing I've ever done that, but the trial was the most boring thing I've ever done. So very fun. Yeah. Times. Yeah, yeah. The trial was bad, man. I mean, it wasn't your fault. It was just, yeah, it was the government's fault, like always. Yeah, like everything, yeah. it was the government's John, fault. Can you can you remind people who haven't seen you on our channel in a while, where can they find you now? Because I know you're one of the people who got permabanned. Yeah, I, uh, so <laughs> I am on Delarose.com, which is my website. I've got YouTube.com slash C slash John Delarose is my name. Uh, and I've got a campaign on Indiegogo right now called A High School Girl in the Crusades. And it's a sort of homage to manga because American comics have just been so paused. Oh my as God. Comics division is very, this is how we met. This is how I know yeah. this guy. <laughs> uh, but they've been so paused for so many years that like, you know, we keep on saying, look, manga's outselling this stuff and it's, it's not even American and it's crazy that it is. Uh, so we're doing an homage to that right now. And we're trying to just, you know, push all the good stuff forward, uh, ignore all the bad stuff that corporate comics is producing and just do something different. Cool. Um, as a can you just remind people what you do? Like you have, you've, you've written several books, um, and comic just, can you just yeah. talk about your body of work a little bit? So I'm a little all over the map, YouTube, dude. Yeah. So, uh, I, I'm, I'm a very prolific author. So like my, my goal is to be like those pulp writers in the 1930s who just cranked out so much stuff. I love like Robert E. Howard and Lovecraft. And, and, uh, I really thought that was the finest moments of American culture. And so I want to bring it back to that. It, I, everybody wants to be like, yeah, let's get back to the 90s or the 80s. No, I, I always say regress harder. Uh, that's my motto. And so we're trying to get bring it back to the 30s and 40s. That's when America oh, yeah. was great, in my opinion. Yes. <laughs> I, I do like so, fashion yeah. and music from that era. So Yeah, uh, I can tell. You got that dapper look to you. So. No one's ever said that before. Well, I did now. <laughs> but I've, I've written 15 science fiction books. I've written 30-plus comics. 
uh, all since 2018. So I've just been, I just, I just really keep my head uh, down and, and I type too much and, and work my, my tail off. That's what I try yeah, to yeah. do. And on top of that, you've managed to find yourself banned from Worldcon. Banned from Worldcon. <laughs> they, now I sued them uh, because they libeled me on their website. And uh, I was surprised this didn't get a ton of coverage. Like Carter, you're one of the only people who actually like covered this. Uh, and uh, I won. So they spent over $100,000 in legal fees. And they were forced to apologize to me and pay me uh, for the libel. So it was good stuff. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So there's that. And uh, what else am I banned from? I'm banned from Twitter. Uh, yeah, that's I, the one I was thinking of. Yeah. I have a good friend on Twitter uh, who helps me out with tweets these days. Wink, wink. Uh, but yeah, I think you guys have that too. Is it his What's handle? What's that leading? person's name? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> my, my Twitter or my friend's Twitter handle is uh, leading Hispanic. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I believe I believe that is your brand manager that's handling that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. My brand. Right. Good old, good old brand Hispanic. manager. <laughs> yeah. Not leading. You also have haters that follow you around sometimes. Sometimes if you do a stream with John, you'll get like people that are like, John's oh yeah, you will. Yeah. It's the best. So I mean, there's been a lot of uh, stuff that like I mean, it'd probably better be better for Comics Division's channel to talk about all the the inside gobbledygook that's happened because a lot of his fans probably actually know about this more than ours do. But there's been a lot of ins and outs. There's been a lot of infighting in our movement, as well as, you know, of course, exterior fighting with just crazy people who are SJWs. So it's a it's a weird, wide world. And I wish our side would do a better job of getting along, to be honest. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like herding cats sometimes. Um, yeah. Although I, there are some people that pretend to be on our side, but they're just moronic assholes who want to yell. And they're like, yes. oh, you like free speech? Here's some kitty porn. It's like, go away. Yeah. Like, that's like, we, it's it like we're not here to be the cesspool for you to crap in. We're trying to save Western civilization. If you need to go do that, like, if you need to go talk about stupid crap, go do it elsewhere. Um, yeah. We're, but, not, we're not the toilet for your bad ideas. No. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes. I, uh, um, I, I, I've changed my perspective over the last uh, four years. I used to be like, when I started this, I was like, yeah, free speech. And now I'm kind of like, yeah, clean speech. Uh, and I like that. And I swear too much. I mean, I would cancel myself for swearing, but uh, I, I do think clean speech is a good thing. That's interesting. Why, why would you say that? Because I've come, I've come to a similar place, or at least mostly feel, clean speech. I feel like it, it comes to what Carter talks about, where it's just like when you get into free speech, you get people wanting to post their pornographic stuff. And, uh, you know, when you, when you open up that rabbit hole and you start looking into porn and everything that's going on there – it's it's human slavery uh, and it's a disgusting thing that's ruining people. And you you look at these women who get trapped in this and uh, the ones that come out the other side, especially, you know, when they're 40 or whatever. I mean, they've just destroyed themselves uh, and it's terrible. It's it's really awful to watch. And and who's not, they're not getting paid. I mean, their their pimps and their their masters are getting paid over the course of this. It's really disgusting. It bothers me. But that's what that opens the window towards. Uh, it opens the window towards, of course, our, our lovely San Francisco uh men's chorus choir singing about how they're going to indoctrinate our children. Uh, it comes down to that. I mean, Cal there was a, a, a article in like the Ventura register yesterday or today that said that like parenting should be made illegal in California so that the kids should just wow. be like wards of the state. It's getting crazy. It kind of is. Yeah. That is ways. absolutely insane. And have you seen the things that have been going on with the train robberies? It's been, ha yes. it's been happening in um, yeah, oh, California gosh, yeah. and, and Chicago. I've well, missed it's this. right here. What's going it's on? Right by, I, I will send so you a taken link. It is insane. Photos of um, just 
littered all all on the side of the train tracks, just empty Amazon boxes, like every kind of package you can imagine just rifled through and just thrown out the sides of the trains in California. Do you have a picture they of that comment? all the way to the wild west. I, I have it's, a video it's, it's in nuts. Chicago. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll drop it in the, uh, the private chat, but okay. this is people literally looting a uh, stop train in Chicago. It's, it's pretty nuts. On this free speech you have, topic, uh, uh, you have moderator my good, status now. You can drop it in the main chat if you want to send a link. Oh, okay, okay, I'll do that. My my uh, my good friend Ethan Van Skyver's in the chat, and he says, uh, "Oh, hi, Free speech Ethan. is is also used as an excuse to abuse fan communities from the platform of big corporate entertainment." Yeah, that's exactly why we're here fighting against it, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. I I want to make a clarification about free speech. I'm a hundred percent. I mean, I know you and I may disagree. I'm about free what? speech politically, but there's a difference between. I, I, I'm against the people who argue that Twitter as a company even is obligated to have free speech on their platform. It's their platform. Um, now, I do think they lied about their terms. And so I think it's a bait and switch and they could they are I think they're guilty of um, I guess I would call false advertising. Right. Hey, we're going to have a free speech platform. Everyone come. Oh, now it's not free speech. Like now that we have market share. We're changing. Like I think that's a bait and switch, and I think it's false advertising. And I think their speech codes suck and are arbitrarily enforced, and like all those problems. But fundamentally, I don't have a problem with someone st starting a platform and saying, "Hey, on my platform, these are the rules. It's my house. These are the things I want you to talk about and don't want you to talk about in my house." That's not. That's there's nothing immoral about that i know i, I will yeah, agree with you to a point but the the main thing is especially when you know platforms like twitter and youtube are essentially extensions of the state um they yes. are basically emboldening censorship not just of speech but of ideas so part of part of my issue and, and again this is where I, I i begin contradicting some of my libertarian ideals is that when you allow this to happen we're going to basically silence ourselves into oblivion at that point because they're not going to let us be able to propagate our ideas out there well, so here's here's where I think there's so you and I may disagree on this, but I think there's some nuance here, which is you're starting with this like, hey, Twitter is this thing. And my my counter argument is, yeah, but how did it get to be that thing? Right. They they got to be that thing by lying and misrepresenting what they were doing. No one would have joined Twitter if when they originally started, they were like, we're going to ideologically purge wrong thinkers because we're a bunch of crazy leftists. Like they would not have gotten market share. I, I think if they, when they started, I don't is. think they were there. I don't. I don't think they were at that crazy point. No, right. It used that's to be the point. Wild West Comics Division. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's my point. But I. But I think there's. They gained. This is why it's bait and switch, and this is why it's a uh, dishonest sales tactic because they gained the market share. They gained the position as Town Square that you're talking about, precisely by by being something else and then transformed. Like I didn't agree. They have like I don't I don't agree with this idea that you agreed to terms of service when you start and then after that they can just kind of be updated and like your existence just means that you've continued to agree to them. Well, I, like, I think a lot of that that shift was actually being caused by the ESG stuff that you're seeing possibly. Yeah, in, and there is in government IT. involvement. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So and, and they're receiving funding most likely from a you know large investment firm, and these investment firms basically are using environmental, social, and governance scores to 
um, you know, we control companies that they have influence over, which is basically their money. Uh, you those, know, I, those I, investment I firms also get special bank rates that are tied. Yes, it's yes. all it all comes back to the government. When everybody says start your own company, like like Gab did, and I I, mm-hmm. I love pushing Gab because I, I really think they uh, foster the ideals that I like for the most part. Uh, but like these companies, there is no like free one to one you can compete in the business. Like Gab has to do it; they get deplatformed from everywhere. The government tries to shut them down at every co- at every corner, uh, while Twitter just gets paid, and that's it. Yeah, they hold yeah, them to a they, different standard. I mean, they got kicked off of all of the app. You know, they can't sell their app. They AWS, can't have their app in the app store yeah. because they have someone who said you know, X, Y, Z objectionable thing on Gab that's considered hate speech. But you can find that same X, Y, Z hate speech yes. thing on Twitter a million times. It's fine. They're not holding, they're not over. held to the, yeah, they're not held to the same standard as Twitter. So, and, and a lot of this too, it's anti-competition practices because when, when Parler got kicked off of AWS, AWS signed a very large contract with Twitter. And so the, it, they, they used hate speech as an excuse to implement anti-competition practices. Yes. Yeah, and I, I, I guess the one thing that I want to point out here, which is where the murk, murkiness for me comes in, we're not actually in a free market, right? And then John, you no, alluded to this, like, look, well, first of all, just philosophically, and I know this sounds like it's detached from your everyday life, but it's not. There is no free market when there's not a free market in money. There just isn't. It can't yeah. happen. And there is no free market in money. And so... All of this stuff trickles down. You get, you get. I mean, look at the Biden, uh, look at the Supreme Court ruling uh, about the OSHA stuff, right? There's an exception for, well, you can mandate it if you're at a hospital that accepts Medicaid and Medicare. It's like, yeah, you. they tied themselves to the government. Now they have control. They do it all the time with states and they do it through money in a much more insidious fashion where like John, like you're saying, if you're a particular kind of financial firm with the right connections, you get different interest rates, you get access to um, newly minted cash before everyone else does prior to uh, the effects of um, inflation. Uh, And so you get to do that and you've got, and the barrier to entry is enormous because of the regulation. So John can't start his own, uh, you know, investment fund very easily, right? He, he, John just can't be like, oh, I've decided to do a hedge fund. Anyone who wants to send me money can do it. He's got uh, FINRA regulations and SEC regulations and like millions of dollars in legal and setup costs that he would have to do that prevent competition from entering the market. Yes. It's a, it's, and, and all that trickles down to big tech and every everyone else who takes the money, is involved with the money, tries to get the money or like does business with people, like all of that. And that ESG stuff comes out of that as well because- as soon as some large firm uh, that's got government ties or whatever or is in one of these positions adopts ESG and starts enforcing it on other people, a lot of these smaller companies who wouldn't have given a crap about ESG have to do it or they get dropped. And we have antitrust laws on the books for all this stuff. And the problem is that Congress people get their campaigns funded by these big hedge funds. So they can't go out and fight it because they're beholden to them. And they'll, these guys will just run another congressional candidate in their place if they choose to fight them. As a sci-fi author, like I have the same problem as Amazon. Amazon became a monopoly over the last you know, 10 years. When we, when we first started 2012, 2014, 2016, you're, they had an algorithm on there that like, oh, if you like this book, you know, you might like John's steampunk book. And, it, and you pretty much had a fair playing field based on what people actually clicked on based on genre choices. At this point, it's pay to play. And so publishers actually buy spots on those and you can actually see them 
you don't get those little algorithm clicks anymore that are natural, that are just based on organic sales. It's all a big publisher from New York buys that spot. So what you see is somebody who has cash being able to buy it and it, it just kills the little guy like it does in every other industry. Yeah, it's funny yeah. that you mentioned that because that's the the conversation that Alex and I have tonight on um, on her um, her video talking about what's been going on with Amazon and you know kind of their rules and how it's um, affecting you know people who are self publishing. It's destroyed a lot of self publishers over the last like three four years. That used to be a great great field, and I'm moving more personally just towards directing people to my own website. And this is why I always tell everybody: you just got to build your own platform. You can't rely on any of these people but it's so hard to do so. It is not a fair playing field out there. Well, I remember back when, when YouTube even was more of the wild west and it, and it was less yeah. about tastemakers uh, promoting certain things. And when I used to work in the entertainment industry. We had, I represented comedians, but one of the, one of the comics that was kind of a new space to wor work with comedians who were uh, breaking online on YouTube. And I worked with that. Do you remember that? You guys may not know cause you're not gay, but do you remember Kelly shoes? <laughs> yes mm, you do get some shoes, shoes. yeah yes. i remember that that was hilarious so, yeah so that guy oh my gosh uh he had so many followers and they were and at that time it was something that was it was completely organic yes. it was before and then and then while working with him we got to see how youtube built out this whole just like anything that becomes sort of mainstream or legacy or, or what have you they built out all these tastemaker departments it was sort of like then you had to get your client to fly to YouTube and do a YouTube show for the employees so you could get in good with them and, and butt kiss. So then they would put your video on the front page or recommend it or whatever, YouTube bucks. And, and it, and it became less about, well, this is just naturally organically what people are watching and sharing. I think that happens with anything. It does. I'm yeah. really surprised. I watched your guys. Cause I remember when you started your channel, mm -hmm. uh, Carter, Carter was on my channel, like almost once a week at that point, it was a lot of fun back then. <laughs> Uh, back yeah. in the day, but in the wild, wild west, uh, and uh, I, stupid pandemic, we just kind of, I, I just kind of uh, forgot to hang out with you, Carter. I'm sorry. I'm like, I won't make that <laughs> well, mistake again. We weren't again. allowed to. We had to stay in our, our respective oh, yeah, that's houses right. a few that's miles right. from each other, I guess. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh well, we'll fix the science. That. Unless, the unless science you're scared, says we of, can't be friends. Unless you're scared of the Omicron, I don't know the Optimus Prime variant. But uh, that, I, I watch you guys grow and you guys hit on all the topics and hit on all the things that you're not supposed to talk about and that YouTube actively suppresses. And yet uh, I watch you guys grow and it's, well, it's a testament to your talent. I know that, but it's amazing. Well, I think the, you did it against the odds. Well, the algorithm yeah. still works to a certain degree. And I know we're not, we're not paying attention to that. I learned that the other night on Friday Night Tights with Kong's Division. But um but but there's also I don't know how much of it is now all about the the tastemakers and the and manufactured the same way Google manipulates algorithms I mean how much of that is manipulated I know they're pushing people like uh, that actress Brie Larson we watched her video there's people who come out and they're like YouTube gets behind them and is we're going to promote this channel and they have they have all the stuff that an artist would have traditionally in the entertainment industry they have a manager and they have a PR team and they have all these people that are pushing them to be big yes. on YouTube and YouTube used to be about someone like my client Liam came from nowhere and got this huge following and then got the team around him instead of the other way around you know but yeah yeah but that i mean i, I in a highly again in a highly regulated environment what happens when a company gets large this 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 just happens naturally. It doesn't even have to be oh, yeah. intention, although there may be in YouTube's case. Um, but when they get large, um, that's when when there's a giant state apparatus that they can seize if they have enough 
resources, which large companies do, of course they seize that apparatus and start pushing it in directions. And if and if they can influence, if they can influence norms through institutions to to their benefit, they absolutely do. I don't oh, yeah, think it absolutely. was a it, it wasn't a coincidence that Amazon, Twitter, and Apple, like a bunch of people, went after Gab all at the same time, right? Or whatever. Oh, yeah. it's like, oh, oops, you're all blocked now. It was, and and you see them refer to each other. If you look at the, um, did you guys see this open letter to Spotify that people wrote about, against Joe Rogan? That no the doctors the wrote? one from like a couple. Oh of years yeah, ago, or is something recently. <laughs> there's a new one. <laughs> no, there's there's, there's one a new at the one. end. On- yeah, well, there's one on December 31st. It's in response to uh, the Robert Malone interview. Yeah, Dr. Bob. Um, yeah, but they're, you know, if you look at it, they're, they cite, there's, I've got the letter right here. They like cite things and they link things and they'll say like, oh, this was debunked or this was blah, blah. And they, it's a link and you click on the link and it's like a podcast on a podcaster on Facebook says that it's debunked or you click on the link and <laughs> they'll be like, also Twitter banned him for spreading misinformation. It's like, that's your doctors. That's not an argument. So Twitter is not a, like fact checking. <laughs> yeah. It's like Twitter is a social media company. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, it's pretty, well, it's so pretty crazy. Facebook, they use and they have their to, own fa- fact checking like group, I believe. Yes. Uh, I think Thomson Reuters is part of it. Right. Yeah, I think so. And they, they've admitted in court, Facebook has argued in court, I believe, that their fact checkers are just, just opinion, right? They're, they they argued that they're protected because their fact checkers are allowed to have an facts. opinion. Facts are just opinions. Oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. it's getting complicated. Yeah, well, your facts are the wrong opinions, though, John. So you just need <laughs> that's to That's fair. Yeah. Here's, I've seen, speaking of, you know, their doctors and why are they, instead of linking to arguments, they're linking to YouTubers, which actually – that does surprise me. I, w- I would have thought they'd link to authoritative sources <laughs> like <laughs> legacy media links. But um, recently I've seen, if you guys notice, there's maybe I'm just now seeing them, but there's a lot of doctors on Twitter. I just sent you one, Carter, who are using MD in their name and using picture photos of themselves in their white jacket to push <laughs> political opinions. Oh, look, she protected them since yesterday. Of course. There's oh always that this doctor is here in Austin, Texas, and uh, which makes me sad. And her sister is a politician in California, and they're both kind of minor celebrities on Twitter. And this doctor, all she does is post hateful political screeds and hides behind and uses her her MD. And and look, by the way, MD isn't enough for her. Look at her handle. It's Dr. Emily Porter, MD. She's in there twice. <laughs> Dr. MD. <laughs> Well, the, the thing I, I find so funny about all this is that it's the reason why they're trying to change, turn everything in, into like a health crisis, because uh, the the normal rules will stop applying to it. If you treat racism or gun control as a as a health public health crisis, they can really kind of circumvent the system, which is kind of frightening if you think about it. Well, yes. you've seen that even with climate change, they've they've, they've yeah. seen arguments that like. This is these are climate change related illnesses. It's like wow, that's yeah, uh, and, and, that's and it's funny because they're they're Old pushing claim. for dictatorship yeah. <laughs> because apparently you know democracy is dangerous to be, you know because it, it enables climate change. It's they're not able to push their agenda quick enough. So you see a lot of these people that, that say we need a dictatorship. It's like oh yes, that's exactly what we need. Th- thanks. Let's uh, let's take you know twenty million steps back. Why don't we? Yeah. yeah. So this doctor yesterday, I just want to 
highlight what she said because I've seen a lot of this recently. The same one, the Twitter one you just showed? Yeah. She said, um, and, and then I went through, it's not surprising that she hit her tweets because I was reading all kinds of just crazy things. But one of the things that got a lot of attention yesterday, I, she tweeted that, um, you know, Fauci's an Italian from uh, the uh, from Brooklyn. I'm pretty sure he knows a guy. And I'm shocked he hasn't called that guy yet. Basically saying he wow. should take out a hit on uh, the congressman who was interviewing him recently or something. She was she was sort of saying, why hasn't he taken a hit out on this guy yet? A doctor. And then I was looking through the rest of her tweets. Yeah, so much it, for do no harm. Yeah, and it wasn't – sometimes, you know, you're like, well, is this person just – getting caught up in the moment are they drunk on their twitter power and they're just stepping outside of their character no that was a pretty accurate representation of this doctor's character all through the feed it was just hatred 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 she's also i saw she's taking photos of people's bumper stickers in texas and posting them and saying this looks like a delightful person and one of them carter you would have loved it there i was like what's wrong with this there was nothing wrong with the bumper sticker it it was like a a, a quote about the constitution and, and it oh, had the, Oh, and it had the Liberty. Obviously they're dangerous. And it, yeah. And their license plate had the snake on it. What is it? Don't step on snake. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 step, no, on no snake. step on snack. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's funny. Rob, hated that. You'll be like, now you'll be like, I just want to be left alone. And they'll be like, authoritarian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's insane. Obviously you're somebody who supports Adolf Hitler. Right. Yes. Yeah. And she's I like, this person looks alone nice. And be left alone. Authoritarian. Not right. right. Okay. Well, one I, last I, thing. I love the, what, what Tim Pool says. It's like, you see the people like wearing like a complete like vacuum suits or something. And it says like normal people. And it shows yes. another <laughs> group of people sitting down at Thanksgiving. It says a uh, conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's where we're I'm going to send you. Mean. I'm going to send you one quick screenshot I grabbed. I guess before she privated these, or this one. Got to screenshot it or archive things, everybody. No, that's, yeah. a, that's always the rule. <laughs> I'm sending you one. Um, this is where she's telling us, and I think this is really the attitude of a lot of these doctors. By the way, she started her Twitter and her Facebook account. Um, in the middle of the lockdowns and the pandemic, it's almost like she saw an opportunity, and I mm -hmm. looked her up. So before this, she was, it's like she's been trying different things to, to gain fame. So before this, she had a podcast about sex, sex from a doctor's perspective, guys. And well, that's how you get, this, that does hit the algorithm really good. But this I've is seen what, those on my feed. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but this is what took off was the pandemic. She did a viral video when she launched her social media platforms and her sister, who's a congresswoman in California, pushed it and she did this viral video and it was about why we all need to listen to doctors. And so here's the, I here's a this. post. Read that. <laughs> you read it, Carter. You haven't seen it. You read it. It's Carter, would you, would, you, would, you, would you like me, would you like me to do, I do voices for these sorts oh, of things yeah. usually. Can you do it? Okay. You do, voices, like do, do voice. Okay. In the voice. It's very important to trust physicians above others right now. Trust me. We wouldn't be risking our own health and lives above others unless our intentions are to heal. We want a treatment and vaccine for COVID-19 as much as you do, but there's no magic cure. And not all drugs are created equal. Right now, your best odds are still prevention by social distancing, sheltering in place, and high hand hygiene, and never interacting with another human being <laughs> in your entire life. 
Speaking of, she regularly says stuff like, my child went outside for the first time in eight weeks today and caught COVID. And it's like, first of all, your kid hasn't been out in eight weeks. That's really sad. That, yeah, that's <laughs> that, that tweet that you just uh, read is in response to this Washington Post thing that says, the fish tank cleaner contains the same active ingredient as the drug, but in a different form that can poison. It's a hydroxychloroquine Oh yeah. Uh, tweet. Oh, so that's, that was that's what it's in response to. Right. It was it was in response to misinformation anyway, because that article. So this is old. This is from uh, 2020, March. Um, that article that she's responding to was that was all that was all fake news anyway. That was a woman who killed her husband. She <laughs> murdered him. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then was like, oh, I no, did it because Trump said hydroxychloroquine. Hey, it, look, in fairness, in fairness, <laughs> Carrie. He, she he killed didn't him. get COVID. <laughs> Women don't get any ideas out there. Right. He, he did not have COVID after that. So remember, they dug through her social media profiles. That wife, she hated Trump. She was like a big yeah. Democrat and everything. She just took. She was like, "Aha! This is the way I can do it." Right. <laughs> Sorry, I can I've kill my husband and Trump get Trump. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> <sighs> Oh my gosh! If you look at the gobbledygook, the the way they always talk in these word salads with yeah. it, not, it's important to trust physicians above all others. And she says, "Trust me" twice. It's like yes. just trust me, right just away. trust yes. me, trust me, trust me. I'm it, and that's me. it. Yeah, which is the red flag for not trusting yes. people. Yeah, <laughs> correct. <laughs> trust me. Okay, one last thing: why this woman scares me. I, I clearly I went down a rabbit hole about this doctor yesterday. Beverly, can you show us her Twitter profile one more time? This is a red flag, in my opinion, on her Twitter profile. You can still see this. Um, on her profile picture, which is her profile picture on her Facebook page and on Twitter, click on the profile picture when it opens up, Beverly, so people can see it. Um, make it bigger. There you go. Okay, look at that glamour shot. Wow. Um, I love the hair. <laughs> look at that. This she is looks like nothing like that though. In the I other know no. this is her, how she advertises herself. Okay, that's how that's her id. That, that's, that's a her lot ego. of Photoshop. Yes, this is how she wants to be seen. She wants to be respected. Look at that. Look at her pose and everything. It's this honestly narcissist. To me, Carrie, like, this looks like this looks like she took a time machine back into the eighties and went into the mall yes. to do glamour shots. Yeah, <laughs> and put on a lap I, coat. I have a hot, I have a hot take on this. Um, okay, go ahead. This uh, men don't find this attractive, uh, and so she's not actually posting this for men to find her attractive and simp for her. She's actually posting this because she wants women to think that men find her attractive, yes. and this is her pose to peacock to other women. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, <laughs> I'm on board with you. This is her saying to women, "I'm not only a super smart, successful doctor. Look at the way my arms are crossed. Men. Also, I'm, hotter I'm than sexy you. and I'm super hot." Okay, now oh, look yeah. at. So this is how somebody catfishes on the on their Tinder profile. Now look at her real what she really looks like. Oh wow! She's, uh, <laughs> I they that's don't about, even look like the same person at all. I don't oh, no. get it. That's no. about double the last picture. I gotta I gotta uh, find out what her her professional medical opinion are is on her diet. There. Look in I the mean, back uh, of the look in the yeah. background on her desk. It's a picture oh, of wow. herself. <laughs> is that herself? Yes. Yes, a sexy picture of herself. I walked I'm into sorry. a I walked into a corporate office like six or seven years ago, and I remember like the, like there was a receptionist with a front desk with a wall behind, 
And on it was that was the like there's a big like paint portrait of the CEO in a in a suit behind it. And this isn't like Walt Disney or whatever, just the guy who's sitting in the office. He came out to greet me. We were doing a business meeting. And I just sat there and I look at the portrait, I look at him and I got and I'm just like, you gotta be the biggest narcissistic asshole, like to just put your freaking portrait behind this poor lady sitting right here uh in your office i mean unbelievable this is exactly what this lady is it makes me think of fauci in the fauci documentary there is a clip i saw where mm -hmm. he's at home and there's a big painting of himself behind him <laughs> and it's like it's so you're right no. it is narcissistic it is and yeah i had i had a client so when i worked in comedy um i had a client who she covered her house in paintings of herself and at the time, no, no, they were sexy. They were like this doctor. They didn't actually look like her. They were sexy paintings. Um, and she, I think at the time I thought the, the, see, this is something leftism sells you. It's like, Oh, this is okay. It's not narcissism. It's actually empowerment because you have such poor self-esteem. This is good for you to see like all these really powerful, sexy images of yourself. That's a lie. It is narcissism. It is narcissism. It's covert That's a narcissism. red flag. That's a big red yes. flag. Yes. yes. <laughs> Did you Hollywood used to know this? Do you remember one of my favorite comedies is Get Shorty? Do you ever watch Get Shorty? Long time ago. Oh, a long time ago, yeah. There's a scene so uh Danny DeVito in is is in it and he's this like pompous stereotypical actor who's been like nominated for an Oscar that's his claim to fame or whatever, but they go to his house and he has this painting of himself, this huge painting of himself, like making this face, <laughs> like, like doing this with like a, like a sash. He's like, maybe he's wearing a toga. <laughs> I don't remember, but it's some, you know, painting of aggrandizement of himself in the house. And uh, it's funny to me that the left was aware of that being insane behavior enough to make fun of it in movies. But now when you, pointed out in actual people who are, I don't know, how many billions of dollars has Fauci handed out and how much has he been in control of in the past several decades? Like super powerful people. Yeah. Eh, nothing. It, that no, doesn't we, mean anything. The fact that he has a painting of himself in his house, right. like just himself, not like him and his wife or him and his kids, but just himself. Yeah. Uh, that That's narcissism right there. Yes, that's what, yeah, you, I know you had to step away, Comics Division. We were just saying there's, I think it's not, I believed for a while that it wasn't. I was saying I had a, a, a comedy client who has, her house is covered in sexy paintings of herself. And the lie that leftism sells women and probably, probably men to some degree, maybe not as much of a degree men, but anyway, they sell this lie that it's, it's okay because it's empowering for someone with low self-esteem. And so it's a good thing. It's actually healthy. And and I don't I don't believe that anymore. I'm like, no, there's something wrong there if you need to see that. Yeah, and as you I point mean, out, Carter, it's not like your family. No. It's right. Right. I mean, there are pictures of me in my house, but there's someone else in the picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My wife has a whole lot of pictures of us at all. I mean, we have like pictures like on the phone of us yes. and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I I find that really weird. Like walking into somebody's house and just seeing like a, a portrait of them. Like, by themselves <laughs> on the wall. That, that, yeah. I'm seriously considering exactly doing it. Like, I, you know? 
just as a joke. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. I the problem is I do these jokes all the time, and they, they are uh, I do these little inside jokes like this, and I I I think they're super hilarious. And other people look and go, "What is what is wrong with him?" And they don't get that it's a joke half the time. And yeah. I'm so dry humored about things; it just it just wrecks things. But no, I love doing the, part that. Part of the problem these days is satire yeah. and. Um, has basically become reality at this point. I mean, there, I there's times where it's like I read the Babylon Bee and I'm like, I can see that happening. And then typically like months later, it does. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, it's, it's hard also, to have jokes. That's why I think in Carter's room, we talked about this before, but I think sarcasm these days, you have to be really good at it because otherwise you can't tell it apart from what somebody would actually say or believe. Yeah. So unless it's done well, like I was looking at a Twitter thread today that somebody copied me on and this guy said, you know, he said, that's what they deserve. They're unvaccinated and, you know, they're taking away resources from other um, vaccinated people at the hospital, you know, and I was reading out loud to my husband, I'm like, look at this guy. And then he said, oh, I think I know that guy. He's being sarcastic. It's like, how would you know, though? Because people say stuff like no, that. Yeah, people, people say, so, that, yeah, it's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Like, well, I don't know. But, I mean, sat satire is literally dead at this point because it's become a reality. It's too bad. I have trouble. I have trouble often when I'll see something and I'll be like, oh, is this is this real? Is this real or not? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's all real. <laughs> That's the uh, point. It's all real. Isn't the isn't the conclusion to that we all just need to get off the internet though? I mean, that that's where I go with it. Bound well, we're not allowed outside, so where are we gonna go? I know. Jeez. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, it, it to me, I, I think this really is kind of a sign of the times, though, of just how insane everything is. And I, I would like to think that I can't get crazier, but I know it will. Yeah, maybe they can start making. Maybe Facebook will come out with a uh, a VR device that has a mask attached to it, so we can just we be safe and never have to go anywhere. Let's. Oh, perfect. In that. Yeah. I like those little, like, like there were a couple on Kickstarter and Indiegogo, uh, they like full spacesuit devices for the, for the pandemic. I, I actually wanted to buy one of those as a joke. Uh, I, I, they were like two, 300 bucks though. And I'm like, this is a funny joke. I don't know if it's two, $300. That's an expensive joke. joke. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and this you can just get one of those, uh, what was the naked gun where they had the body condoms? You just get yeah. one of those in rapid. Yes. <laughs> Great movie. Never. We're there in real life now. Yeah, yeah, we are. I'm going to send you, Carter, I know you probably have other stuff you want to talk about, but since we're talking about how it's getting harder to tell satire from reality, I've got two examples of that. <laughs> now, if you haven't seen these clips, and you may not have seen them, Carter, I want you to guess which one is satire and which one is real. Uh-oh. Okay, so All right, Beverly, are you going to play them, or do I have to play them? Yeah, and you Beverly... Beverly, when you pull up this tweet, don't show Carter what it says about it. Just show the video. <laughs> if you can do that. It's a lot of... I have confidence that she can figure okay. that out. Okay, that's the first it's one. It's all <laughs> um, Someone says, Carter, I think that what you're describing is a face hugger. I don't even know what a face hugger is. What is... It's from Aliens. Oh. Oh. Those. Those are face huggers. Okay. Okay, here we go. Have you seen this? Do you know what this is? No, don't don't I'm show not, any of the writing. Okay, good. Just play it with no message to keep Aboriginal people safe. And again, message what? a proper important one to keep everybody safe. One 
You can die from the corona or get really sick. You believe I can pass away from this corona or you believe I can get really sick one? <laughs> it's time to get the corona Is this needle. From the expanse? Because I haven't watched the new episode. Again, it's time to get him this needle from a corona to keep him but all the people and country proper strong one. The corona needle will protect kids, old people, men and women. <laughs> well, the corona needle. Yeah, corona needle. Got to keep them a safe one for all the kids and for all the men and women. Okay, we can stop there. Translator or something. Okay. Well, that's it. Wait, tell me, is this real or satire? I'm going with real. I, I'm going to go with real because <laughs> uh, if it was satire, they would have done a better, like, production value would be higher. I, yes, I agree that's, with that, too. That's, that's, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's too low production value. <laughs> I got to say, after <laughs> watching like this. It's a government project. After watching this, I'm, I'm convinced now that Australia did the right thing in banning Novak Djokovic. I mean, obviously, <laughs> he should have got the corona needle. Uh, and that would have been great. <laughs> um, this is real. And so a couple things. <laughs> My favorite look, look, well, is this this is Australia. This is Australia. Yes. And they yes. felt a need, they felt a need to say, hey, we're gonna translate this into English into Aboriginal English because it's so different and you Aboriginal people won't be able to understand English other otherwise. Yeah, clearly I had a hard time to you know understanding both of them. <laughs> right. It's the same. He's like, um, the she's corona, will, you, will, you will die. Yeah, she's just repeating him. She's just re yeah, she's just repeating him. It's funny. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it, it reminds me a little bit of, uh, yeah, see, people are making their Expanse references. It sounds a little bit like the Baltawalda language in Expanse, where it's not exactly English. It's like, it's, it's, it's pigeon. It's pigeon English. But did you notice um, she's not even translating it proper, right? She just to use the line. See, I, I put it in there proper, right? Anyway, proper, she's right? Got, <laughs> proper, right? She's got note cards and she's literally reading the translation because she doesn't even speak that way. <laughs> like she's looking down and reading what to say. <laughs> well, I just I just like that the way he says it to begin with is like talking to like a two year old. It's like get jabby in arm, good. Well, the funny thing is, like, if you actually listen to how an Aboriginal person speaks in Australia, they sound like an, any other Australian. I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, this is how they view you, though, right? I mean, the nice thing is right? the mask is slipping from the government. It's like oh. They view you as. I, th dumb I think the masks are slipping tax. when they start creating camps. So <laughs> yeah. that helps. But um, Comics Vision, I want to correct you there. Those were sunbathing resorts. So. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Sun That's sunbathing resorts. That if, you, if you leave, they will forcefully drag you back to. I, okay, I got it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You get shot for leaving because it's so awesome there. Um, um, this made me think of oh, somebody put sarcasm, <laughs> Beverly. <laughs> sarcasm warning. Gina, Beverly knows what needs to happen. So sarcasm if, if Saturday Night Live were still funny, 
this would have been a sketch. It wouldn't have been real. It would have been a really funny sketch. It actually, people in the comments here were pulling, it made me think of the old Catherine Tate sketch of the offensive interpreter where she goes to a UN meeting. The guy's like, oh, our translator's out sick. And she's, I can do that. And then she comes in and just offensively translates every language. Um, but it also, people were commenting in the, in the comments. It made them think of the old SNL sketch with Chevy Chase where he was doing the news and then they had someone in there for the hard of hearing. So Chevy Chase would say, tonight on the news, and he'd go, tonight on the news! <laughs> and it was just the same thing, but louder. Well, really the, wait, it has been on an airplane where it's like, you know, the, the old lady speaks jive. Oh, yes! Just, yes! yes. Was that, wait, was that sketch? That was better than what we actually saw on them doing on the news, which is yes. just, it's so yeah. insulting. Anyway, I'm reminded just of the tobacconist's uh, skit from Monty Python because I'm older than all of you guys, I guess. Oh, but wait, which skit? Where he, they make a Hungarian English dictionary that's that's incorrect. And so he goes to a tobacconist with the dictionary. And he's just saying the worst things because he's trying to translate and ask for cigarettes <laughs> or whatever. I don't God. know that one. I mean, it's been a while since I've watched Python. I might have forgotten that one. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Um Shit, I was going to say something else, but I forgot. But. Okay, then I have one more, and then I'll, I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> That's what I wait. William Brown remembers. Okay. <laughs> My hovercraft is full of eels. That was one of them. <laughs> yeah. That was one of them. All right. <laughs> okay, so this one is kind of a gimme since we, we know that one was real, so you know this one's not okay. real. But a lot of people thought this was real at first. So roll this one, Beverly. <clears throat> Vaccinate. You're gonna get Corona from Mona. Don't vaccinate. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. You gotta vaccinate in the lone cell state. Vaccination is. <laughs> this is at a city council meeting. <laughs> because of the level of retardation, I can understand why people think it's real. I want to vaccinate your mom. I want to stick it your heart. Oh my, where are you? I want to vaccinate you, but you can't hear my song. Vaccinate me in my thong. Vaccinate me. Dr. Fauci, give me that ouchie. Dr. Fauci, give me that ouchie. Vaccinate me, my dog. Vaccinate me, white old black. Vaccinate you. Vaccinate who? Vaccinate you all day long. So, anybody who's just listening at home, he's dressed like a doctor, which makes it funnier to me. What can I say? I have something to admit. I have something to do to admit. I yeah. saw this and thought it was real. <laughs> well, you thought the Stephen Colbert sketch, right? I mean, he, he, he did two of them. And, it, and it's like, wow, it's like um, late night entertainment has become state propaganda. So, I mean, when you see something like this, oh, yeah. I totally believe it. I can, I can see why people think it's real. Because I thought we're it was real. literally getting it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a very small step away from the TikTok videos by medical staff. Yeah. It is like it's yeah. not. Yes, it's not that different. Yes. <laughs> so, or that guy. Remember the guy that did the other TikTok thing that was like he. It was like a he a, a rendition of Frozen about how he could get vaccine. Some song from Frozen about how he's going to get a vaccine, or maybe it wasn't Frozen. Some Disney movie about how he could now get a vaccine. Yeah. I can't, I, I'm, there were so many bad ones, but you're right. I don't know which one that one was, but 
they, they, this, I get why people thought it was real too. Um, and that's, that's the world we're in where it's like the first one that should be an SNL sketch. It's not. <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> is actually, we've seen stuff it should like be this. Obviously not. <laughs> yeah. Obviously it should be obviously not real, but we're like, Oh yeah, it's pretty close to those doctors and all the other TikTok videos. And yeah. Right. Anyway. <laughs> Thank Maybe you for he's, it's me. vaccination day. That's what it was. <laughs> Rebecca P reminded me. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was that song. They they took that song from Frozen, which if you don't have kids, you shouldn't know. So please don't admit you do. Uh there's that song that's like uh it's coronation day and he made it it's vaccination day and danced uh, around. That's that's real. People do that yeah. stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, my that's beloved right. Dolly Parton did uh she changed Jolene into vaccine. Right. I am I'm I'm not surprised by the levels of insanity that people have been driven to because of all this. It's, it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, I thought uh, the mass hysteria was bad, like with just like the the Black Lives Matter stuff, you know, in the the final summer of Trump there. But uh, yeah. it's just they keep amping it up. I just wonder what's next. It's like it's got to be even crazier than this. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I mean, I, I guess we'll we'll see over the next um, three years, I suppose. And you know, I I, uh, I think um, this year is going to get really bad, especially since we've been seeing a lot of these um, shortages in stores. And I, I don't know if you've noticed the carry, but there's times where I, I go to the store and there's like certain things missing, and it, and it takes a while for them to come back in. Like the pet food section at my pet local B, yeah, been All wiped out massively. Totally wiped out. Same. I it, noticed that too. And it's weird because it's like, why is Little Caesars? There's a run on Little Caesars. Yeah. And it, it's it's crazy because it, it's not like everything's wiped out. It'll be one thing one day and another thing the next. So it, it's like we're seeing kind of random shortages of stuff um, mm -hmm. like with salad. Uh, sometimes it's like lunch meat and cheese. Um, and yeah, folks, get, get, get ready for this crap. It's going to get bad, I think. It's my opinion, of course, but. It's I crazy. We used to make Sean, fun have you of seen these. Which ones? Shortages. Uh, yeah. Shortages. Oh, oh, for sure. It's affecting uh, the comic book and publishing industry a lot. Uh, the paper shortages are a big deal. I've got small press publishers who are getting pushed back as friends, and they're just like, "Hey, our comic's going to be two months late because we can't get the paper in time." Uh, it's it's start it's breaking down on every level, and you know, there's times when we're going to the grocery store now, and we're just not able to get blueberries because they're just not there. Uh, this is huh. this has never happened before in America. This is the type of stuff we it's used also, to make fun of communist countries for. Yeah, yeah. We're in the middle of um, plotting a lot of renovations for our house, and like how these this this new old house that we bought, and have all these plans that we can't really take past the uh, plotting stage for now because there everything is on everything is a shortage. So even stuff like our windows that need to be replaced, um, there's an electric panel that we need that we were told might be eight months delayed. Eight months. Yeah. Uh, things that, you know, and of course the lumber is, if you look at the lumber, the price of lumber, it looks like a Bitcoin graph. <laughs> it just keeps going yeah, up. It, it, <laughs> but, it, it's been crazy because it, it's, it's gone uh, up and dropped and I, I guess it's going back up again. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. Um, yeah. But there's lumber, things that, yeah, we're just sort of, I think in, uh, a few years ago, if you were, doing major renovations or building it, you know, you, you were just like, Oh, well, I know these things will happen in this time frame. you know, there would be delays and stuff, but not like now where it's sort of, um, well, that might be eight months down the road. We'll let you know. It's like, what? <laughs> That's a long wait. <laughs> 
So I know. I, I, I feel you. I, I redid this house. Uh, we just bought this house uh, right before the whole lockdown thing hit. And uh, when we did it, we had to move. And uh, I, I couldn't get my carpet or anything in the house before we moved in. And they shut down everything. They shut down all the distribution. And so I, I had to sit here on uh, on just those floorboards uh, in my house for like two months waiting for a supply chain to catch up. It's crazy. Supply chain issues, right? Yeah. You know what they would say about this Biden's um, press secretary? What's her name? Saki. She would be like, yeah, oh, Saki, Jen. oh, the great carpet crisis of 2022, John. <laughs> I, I find yeah. funny about it. Is it was. Trying it to sucked. Blame, they're trying to blame a lot of this on like corporate greed and saying, oh, they're intentionally causing meat shortages. Like that's BS. It, it's like, you, you know, there's an issue, you know, stop, mm-hmm. stop lying about it. Tr- stop trying to spin it. But, you know, whatever. People are gullible and they'll they'll believe it. I've also seen that, uh, Carter, I don't know if you've seen this, but I've seen that from Elizabeth Warren. Recently, she was doing some some tweets or posts about um, inflation. They're trying to blame inflation on um, greedy business owners. Yeah. Well, she blames everything on greedy business owners, so I'm not sure that's different for her. But generally, yes. Yeah. Um, So – Everything's yeah. uh, my wife's in, in distribution and I don't want to say what she does so she doesn't get destroyed. But uh she uh I mean she has is a it big child, problem. Is it sex trafficking? No, it's 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 retail. Okay, just but uh <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> normal retail stuff. Um and uh but she's just saying like everything's like in California here, especially we have that port problem where we've got all these ships just like stuck mm-hmm. off the ports that can't get in. That's being manufactured by the state of California. They can end that at any time they want. Another big thing they can't find is shipping containers. The cost of shipping containers and to be able to ship these cheap goods over from China and all that used to be a couple thousand bucks. Now it's like 40, 50,000 bucks just for a stupid shipping container. Well, it's because and and, and nothing is going back over to China so that they just basically keep them here. And that's causing obviously another supply chain issue as well. So and it takes all these little things add up manufacturing fast. of those. Yeah. Yeah. They add up fast. They so do. they're um, just blaming Kroger is what you're saying. Yeah. So in terms of people leaving these places, um, I remember you and I have talked about this before, Carter, but there was a time in the past two years we were saying, you know, U-Haul for people like the exodus oh, right. that's you happening. Mm-hmm. Right. And so – I left California in 2016. There was no run on U-Haul at the time. The past couple mm-hmm. years, there's such a run on U-Hauls only going in one direction that they mm-hmm. the price to go from California to Texas was like four times what it was yep. to go the other way because they didn't have enough trucks going the other way. And so I just heard this stat. My preacher mentioned this, and um, I looked it up. It's true. This past year was the first time U-Haul ran out of trucks. They didn't have enough trucks to go to leave California. There were not enough returning. Nice. They could not but give like, wow. them. Yeah, and, and that's how they, they do it. Right. Is like, they get them back by people, you know, moving that direction too, or they have to pay people to move the trucks yes. back there. I mean, right. you, you yeah, see that in the, yeah. the, the rental car industry too. It's like, if, if somebody drives one way, you know, they have people that can go out to that city and drive the car back. Yep. Yeah. I thought about money. moving out, uh, and I, I'm still looking at it because now that California is getting weird, like Australia with these weird vax mandates, uh, you know, if, if they start, if it comes down to the kids and they start doing it for school and they have to do it to go to school, 
we're not staying here, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I know now. a lot of, I know a lot of this crowd is, uh, is pro homeschool. I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to homeschool, but they're forcing it on private schools, even not even public schools. It's, mm -hmm. it's really a disaster. And if that doesn't happen, we'll stay. But I looked at the U-Haul thing and I was doing budgets for this, uh, Carrie, it would have been worth my time because we were, we we're thinking about going to Tennessee and worth the money to fly to Tennessee, get a U-Haul yeah. there, drive it back here and then drive back over to Tennessee with the U-Haul. Yeah, it'll yes. probably be cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could probably pay somebody to carry your luggage on their back for cheaper. <laughs> I thought about hiring an illegal. I thought about hiring an illegal immigrant at Home Depot, go in, and be like, "Go to Tennessee, pick up a U-Haul, bring it back for me." Do <laughs> okay. uh, you do some super chats, Carter? Uh sure. <laughs> I'm just thinking about moving <laughs> out of know, California. Oh, moving. Oh. You should. We all are harder. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm stuck I've, for personal reasons, but man, I would have left a long time ago if I could have. So I live five. The, my problem is I live five minutes from my parents, and uh, I love yeah. my parents. So that's all. Well, you you also live in a very beautiful city too. That that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna have to. Someone said I'm gonna have to get the them. jab to learn Krav Maga in California. Really? Yeah. Don't don't All learn right. Krav Maga. Learn Kempo. If you if you want to learn a good self defense art, um, Kempo is, is the thing. And, and if I you found, can get it get it in the planet's uh, lineage. I found Krav Maga to be a good addition to other martial arts, just as like a an extra kind of practical thing. But I've never done Kempo. Kempo so. is a um, it, it was designed to be a self defense art. So a, a, a lot of the things that. Um, where we're able to go and criticize uh, Krav Maga, there's a lot of repeated strikes to the same location. But the thing that is not realistic about it is like if you hit somebody in the face, they're going to go back and you have to change your target. So you're more likely to, you're, you're better off to punching either in the stomach or the bladder uh, a second time, which would bring their head forward. And then you, you basically have to change the target. If you repeatedly hit the same target, it, it's going to become less effective. But Krav Maga's got some good disarming techniques, and we can talk about this. Yeah, so, so does Kempo. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, um, I don't know, though. Carrie, what okay. are they talking about? I'm bored. <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm oh, sorry. I, um, went to, I went to that cottage in my head where I go sometimes. Okay. <laughs> what are we talking about? And then let's talk about interest rates. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's called uh, my uh, – whenever, whenever Carter talks about the economy, I'm in that cottage. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to – maybe what we should – I should make a lullaby – tape for you, Carrie, that's just talking about economics. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. when you can't sleep. <laughs> Actually, um, that would that would that would work. That it, would do it. it. For anybody that has trouble sleeping, you can if you just have like a playlist of the same thing, it doesn't even have to be that relaxing. But if it's the same thing every night like Pavlov's dog, you get to it when you hear that soundtrack or whatever it is, you just go to sleep every night. So much so that you can't listen to it during the day because it'll knock you out. But yeah, okay. Super chats. I, I use I use I use Comics Division's sultry voice personally. It soothes, <laughs> it soothes, it soothes me. There there are people. There's a whole niche of people on YouTube, and and I guess on some of the um, porn sites where you pay. Like there was a man, some guy that has a sultry voice like yours, Comics Division, and women like pay him to do um, tapes for them to sleep. Where wow. he, he's like, That's yeah, where he's hilarious. like. 
close your eyes. You know, God. it's it's close been a long eyes, day. <laughs> it's been a long day, and you've been working hard in your corporate job Slipping as a doctor. Those satin sheets. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it doesn't help with the Invisalign, and I, I, uh, I would have to take it out. Build a, oh that. my god! Uh, <laughs> at, at least, uh, at least I know I could have a second career as a uh, yeah. MSRP reader. You could. That's this a good way to make generate. What, 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 what do they call it? it it's um, ASMR. 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 Thank you. ASMR. Yeah. yeah. Um. By the way, Clifton Duncan just got banned from Twitter. Oh wow! Uh, what what, what wow. do you do now? Don't know. Uh, people in chat are saying it, and I just looked it up on Twitter. And uh, yeah, he's on Getter. Like he's, banned. he's on Getter. Yeah. All right. MSRP yeah. was a joke. I, I couldn't remember what it was called. Oh, it's in the chat. It's ASMR. It's ASMR. Yeah, yeah, ASMR. yeah it's ASMR. Yeah. So, so yeah. it was like uh, MSRP question mark. MSRP. <laughs> <laughs> But I think it's mostly like social justice ladies who buy that stuff. So you really could just do a, a, a funny one that's like, you know, you've had a long day fighting for the oppressed. Oh, totally. now it's time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a long day fighting the patriarchy. <laughs> now it's time to slip off those shoes. You have no spoons. Get to those satin sheets and go to sleep. <laughs> can, you, can you tell me? Can you tell me to get the boost in that voice, Balance Division? The boost. Yeah. And now you're ready for the boost, John. <laughs> Oh man. no, no, no too late. Get, get the boost. <laughs> you you spent all day getting your children vaccinated and doing the right thing. <laughs> oh. You're a good person. It's time for You've you to serve a glass all of wine. Day <laughs> vaccinating your children. You've been validated as a very, very good and important person. It's time to kick off those shoes, sit back in that love seat, and have a big old glass of wine. Here's to you, cat lady. You're special. I appreciate you. Where? Take my money. You need to do this, man. I'm sorry. This needs to. You need to do hey, it. come off. You got. You've got the right voice, and then you just give Absolutely. add some. Uh, what do you do for narcissists? You just add a bunch of compliments. You just build them up. Validation. I'm adding in the validation. Yeah. yeah, the validation. <laughs> you got. I, I watched it. The guy from Blues Clues did like daily affirmations for. He was a really good comedian outside of that. The original Blues Clues, and uh, he did daily affirmations like that. And and he was just like, you you would download it, and he'd send he'd send you one every day, and it'd be like, oh, you have really nice ears. I, I, I like your ears. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is where we're heading. People, yes. I saw Tim Pool had a tweet today. He said, I'm shocked at how many people are therapists. And I was I was thinking, I'm not, because at least in when I lived in Los Angeles in the entertainment industry, everybody has a therapist because they don't have friends. They have allies or they have yes. people they're using, they're using each other to climb. So they have to pay someone to do the things that friends do. They have to pay someone to be able to be vulnerable with someone. And yeah. and and that's what this ASMR thing is in a way. It's like I'm too busy. I'm too busy changing the world and doing my corporate job. I don't have a husband, but I'm going to listen to you at night. Like talk to me like, <laughs> well, let's not day. even get started on like the whole like life, life coach grift thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it also demonstrates that the uh, therapists are ineffective because uh, it's getting worse. The therapist would probably say, why don't you go find some friends and stop paying me? Um, did you you know ASMR is like 
there's like mainstream like ikea did an asmr commercial um oh geez like wow. there's there's like for, for me like for years like there's i did uh I know a little bit about it because I did a translation for there was a Chinese podcast that did that wanted to talk about ASMR and they wanted to make an English version. So like I had to I did the reading, which it should have been you, Comics Division, because my voice is nowhere. Now, now near I have to think awesome. about starting a channel called ASMR for lonely women. <laughs> yeah, you should. For, for lonely cat women. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of it is like it's not just the voice. ASMR it's so it's autonomous sensory meridian response. And it's like a lot of people get excited about like sound. So like the Ikea commercial, you can hear you could like the sound of the sheets that are moving or pillow, yeah. like you can hear or like uh, like a beer commercial. You, you hear the, the the thing open and pouring into the glass like people really I, there's some subset of the population that that they triggers like the- them in some weird, weird way. Uh, well, for the Ikea like- one, I just do it like this. I'd just be like. It's the freaking pegs not fitting. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Then have the sound of some some nails clinking into a glass jar. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and then and 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 then you and then you swear because you're missing one of the pieces on on uh, on subsection three B there. Why didn't come with it backwards? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think this probably. I wonder if this started gaining in popularity around the same time as sound therapy. Because in Austin, there are people that do mm. sound therapy where you go and they have, I haven't done it. I wanted to do it, see what it is. From what I understand, they have bells and things. They And, and it's all, a, you sit there for an hour with just like different sounds and noises. To And mm. there's light therapy, there's sound therapy, there's different kinds of um, just like tactile, like your tactile sensations. And There's a therapy for everything these days. Yeah. Anyway. All right, let's do a couple super chats. <laughs> We only have a couple to go through, so I'll fight you naked. Says fourteen-year-old boys marched across open fields under cannon fire for liberties. Our generation is casually throwing away like an empty bag of chips. Yep. Well put. I'll fight you naked. Um, although they would, our generation recycles the empty bag. Just to be clear, um, <laughs> Silverlock says it's funny that when I joined Twitter, most of my friends I did not know what it was. And Leo Laporte was the person with the most followers on Twitter. I don't even know. Who's Leo Laporte? I don't know. You guys know? No, no idea. I got to look him up. Leo Laporte. Will the Wheaton. The most interesting the man on the Twitter. Oh, God. Will Wheaton. Jesus. He has 520,000 followers. Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> that, no, no, seriously. Uh, that dude just shut the fuck up. He does. He's Wesley? pretty full himself. Will Wheaton. Wait, is he, he's not, he's not, oh Will Wheaton. Okay. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Pirate Tom. Family guy us five pounds and says, for, for the belt, for the belt, for the belt. I can't do for the accent. Belt. Uh, and Colin P says, isn't pigeon English common? No, I have no idea. Well, I mean, I mean, pigeon just means a mix of other stuff, right? So it could, it could be different right. versions. Of- right. Yeah, that was our point. Is that translator in the video is is unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, so I can. I think think people are going to be. I think the Aboriginal people are going to be fine understanding English. Yeah, they don't need the pigeon English. Matt Decker says, "Here's some of my Hershey's dividend." I don't even know what he's talking about unless he had like a chocolate fund that he didn't spend all of or it, s- thank stock you. in Hershey. I don't know. Mm. Thank you, Matt. Hershey's doing well. 
I don't know. My stocks went. My stocks have just tanked in the last month. So mine, mine have too. I mean, they were they were doing fantastic, yeah. and now I'm I'm down like I don't know three four grand. It's pretty sad. We sound like old that's people. Why you need to play in, was that's why you are. need to be in in Ouch. DeFi. You need to play in crypto. Oh no, I do that too. I I diversify. I don't have all my uh, okay. eggs one basket, so to speak. Uh, definitely in crypto and definitely in stock and. Uh, Apple I'm, honestly is the place to be right now. I, I, I'm I not a financial advisor, but they have they've done pretty well recently. And lumber, I'm getting into lumber. Lumber, <laughs> mm. yeah, that's smart. And, You're supposed uh, to buy low and grass. sell high, not the other way around. Grass is right. <laughs> <laughs> and dog food. <laughs> dog food. Dog yeah, food. <laughs> if if there's a way that you can invest in. Um, the takeover of the left, that would be probably pretty safe. Yeah. I'm pretty no, sure things will get worse. Well, that, can you short what the entire happen is After the collapse of certain cities, you probably can do that, or certain states that, you know, for that Can matter. you short, short the dollars? entire country? There's a, there's a guy named George Soros who made his living doing that yes, to multiple yeah. countries. That, <laughs> yeah. 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 It helps if you're a Rothschild, though, or a Soros. Yeah. yeah. Um. Super Iron Bob says, recycling empty bag bags. Remember when Sun Chips had crinkly bags that were only commercially compostable? So if thrown out, turned to methane in dumps? I don't remember that. No, I don't. I, don't remember that I, I actually like Sun Chips. They're yummy. It's been a while yeah. since I had Sun Chips, but they were pretty good. Uh, all right, well, let's, let's talk about something. The Supreme Court, they struck down vax mandates. Yay. I heard they, they kind of did, but um, there was like another thing that happened where they basically tossed out. Um, one of my supporters talks to Manflu. He 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 um, works in the medical industry, and there, there's something that they they did that he's rather upset about. But I, th I think it, it it maybe it's the it deals with the vaccine. It's with with hospitals. Yes, Probably. any um, hospital that receives um, government funding Medicaid. through Medicaid that they have they are allowed to force their employees. So the yeah, which workers. basically is throwing out the religious exemption and all the stuff. Yeah, which is potentially it could be used as a backdoor for something else, um, which is kind of frightening. I guess with any, they could probably extend that to any any institution or business that um, receives any kind of government funding to mandate that as well. So, and it's not I, it's not that they're allowed to do the mandates; they have to, right? Isn't it the, like they're, the they're they're federal mandates? So. Yeah, they they get enforced if you take Medicaid yeah. or Medicare money, yeah. right? Um, I mean, I looked through the Supreme Court. I looked, I looked through the uh, summary um, and the ruling. It's just as someone who like cares about limited government, it's just so depressing. Even when you read like quote good rulings, it's just so depressing to see the argument. It's like. They, the argument here is basically um, – I'll just quote. Uh, they're talking about um, the federal government – not only must the federal government properly invoke a constitutionally enumerated source of authority to regulate in, in this or any other. It's fine. It must also act consistently with the Constitution's separation of powers. And when it comes to this obligation, this court has established at least one firm rule. We expect Congress to speak clearly. If it wishes to assign, assign an executive agency decisions of vast economic and political significance, they're basically saying Congress didn't pass a law. Like Congress could have, but they didn't. That's why we're striking it down. 
right? It's nothing like any kind of constitutional conservative or libertarian would say, which is actually Congress doesn't even have the power to do this in the first place. The Supreme Court, even the conservatives, which I'm putting in quotes on the Supreme Court, don't think that Congress doesn't have a right to do this. They just, they're just like, well, OSHA can't do it without Congress telling them to. There's, there's just no, there's no check it's on the really power of federal government. They yeah. do this intentionally because they actually because because they're a bunch of cowards, uh, and maybe maybe they do believe that this should be struck down, but they do it under this technicality, and they do that intentionally so that they don't set a precedent about the actual contents of things themselves because they 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 don't want to be like known for that or liable for that or or have it. Uh, go into some can of worms that they think is going to happen. It's it's really cowardly because these stupid mandates and this government overreach is disgusting. No matter whether Congress does it or OSHA does it or the president does it, it's all shit. Yeah. And I'm sorry to swear. It pisses no, me off. I'm really angry about this stuff. But, uh, but that's I, I, why they do this. I, I would love to further discuss with you this with you guys, but I have to at the bill. I got to take off. Take oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. All right. See you, comments. Thank, thanks for having me, John. It was good to see you. Where uh, can people uh, find you? Oh, well, you can find me first off at Unsafe Space, where I talk about The Great Reset. And obviously, you can follow me on Twitter at Comics Division, along with my YouTube channel, which is Comics Division. And you can find me over Friday Night Tights on Gary's channel, which is Nerdrotic. So I'm all over the place. And there's more of you coming tonight, right? Because you you filmed this uh, show with Alex that's on tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, Yeah. There's the thing I, I did with Alex and uh, where, we, where we talked about what was going on with Amazon and how that's affecting, um, you know, people who self-publish books. And yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. All right. Well, we will send you an ASMR script for the future. No, please um, do. I'd love to we'll read start, it. Maybe we'll start a series. Excellent. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Comics Division makes your oh. skin crawl. All right. Later, man. Bye. Um, I noticed during the, to your point, John, about just how, I don't know, how angry it makes you. I've, I've felt pretty naive when I was reading some of the arguments they were making because mm. I thought they were going to make, now that I've learned more about the Constitution in the past couple of years, <laughs> I thought they were going to make <laughs> the constitutional argument, and then they didn't. They were basically no. like, uh, the reason why, th- they were saying the reason why we shouldn't do this is because some people will lose their jobs. <laughs> that's not an argument. No, and, that's and, not an argument at all. Yeah, and, and the other the other side rightfully so was like well people might lose their jobs if we don't do it they might quit if we don't do it they'll quit yeah. if we do it well some people quit if we won't do it that's what that's not an argument no so that was it does sound like a discussion between farmers managing a tax farm about the best way to handle the livestock but it doesn't sound yes. much like a discussion about <laughs> liberty and principles right <laughs> that's a great yeah. point carter and it's right. it's, it's troubling like, oh, i don't know the livestock might die oh, this might they might you know, they might stampede over here if we do this. Yeah, but if we don't do that, they might. Oh, like that's the entire discussion. No one is saying, uh, hello, they have rights and you yeah. don't have a right to do this. <laughs> yeah. well, there, there is a troubling push lately to view human beings as just animals, as resources, as sure. workers to be able to get something accomplished rather than actually having value and having a soul and things like that. Uh, that's yeah. that's really been that's it's a big change over the last 30 years. And that that whole like philosophical change uh, sets that that spiral towards everything we're seeing now, towards all the social justice crap, towards all sure. these like mandates, towards experimenting on us uh, medically. I mean, it's it, once you once you accept that as a premise, uh, it all spirals from there. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. 
Did you see what Robert? This reminds me of what Robert uh, Reich uh, tweeted out the other day. Did you guys see this? Let me see if I can yeah. find it. Um, I know who he is, though. No, no, I, I know. I mean, most, I, yeah, it's. I know you know him. Uh, I can't even find this. Oh, here it is. Uh, I found a link to it. Let me click. Okay. Uh, he said, can we please, this is uh, actually yesterday. Can we please start t- talking less about the personal freedom to get, not to get tested or vaccinated and more about the collective freedom to not get sick or die from COVID. Wow. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> That's so Holy disappointing. Crap. Cause in the past couple of years, I thought he was one of the few progressives who has a big platform who I thought was every once in a while saying something that made sense. That doesn't make sense at all. I mean, unless you're going freedom. Yeah. Wow. Like that, what a, thank what you. A That's word. the phrase. What is that fucking phrase? <laughs> what the fuck does collective anything. freedom mean? Wow. I know it does mean something. It doesn't mean freedom. It, it means, yeah, I think it means freedom for elites to do what they want with the collective. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, back to the farm analogy, right? It's like, well, the farmer should be free to manage the herds, right? Yeah. As, you know, I don't. Yeah. Collective That's freedom, so think, they, this is, yeah. this is how this works, though, for a leftist. If you ask a leftist, what does that mean? They're going to say. Okay, so first of all, it requires it requires that you have been brainwashed to believe that a right is something that is bestowed upon you by the government. It, that a right is basically a privilege. It's what a privilege mm-hmm. is. But th- but they think rights are privileges, and so like the privilege not to get sick, they would call that a right. The government has right. given the government is giving us the right, the collective right, not to get sick. And, and so because they've been convinced that privileges are rights, they've also simultaneously been convinced that rights are privileges. Okay, so your right to go outside mm. and make a living, provide for your family, your right to pursue life, liberty, and happiness, those are just privileges. The government can decide whether or not to give those to you. And so yes. when they hear this, they hear, they hear like, okay, you say you have a right for personal freedom, but we have a right not to get sick. And there's more of us than you. The collective yeah. has a right not to get sick. So first of all, you have to believe that that rights are privileges and privileges are rights. And second of all, you have to believe that it matters if there's more of you or not. So there's like two crazy things they've been convinced yeah. of that, that make that thing from Robert Reich to sound good to yes. them. They hear that and they go, yeah, that's true. We do, the collective, we do have a right not to get sick. That's more important than you, small minority, your right to personal freedom. Well, of and course, they, the everyone, everyone on that side views themselves as part of that collective, right? I mean, that's they do. That's part of it, right? But the yeah, next insane part right is the right not to get sick. Like, yes. how, how do you know what's going to get you sick or what's not? And exactly. how, like, how are you blame? You're ascribing blame. This reminds me of the Australian prime minister's statements the other night I was watching where he's just like, yeah. Uh, just, you know, lock down all that because you can get Omicron, then you can get Omicron again. It's a whole fear mongering sort of thing where it doesn't make sense. I mean, our, we produce antibodies based on exposure to things, and that's how our immune systems work. If we don't get exposed, we don't really have an immune system that can deal with things. That's why the plagues that, you know, when the Spanish came over to America, killed the Native Americans. They never had dealt with our bugs before. 
but you have to be able to develop that in order to survive. If you really want long-term not to get sick for the collective, uh, you have to, you have to develop those antibodies. That's the only way to do it. It's very bizarre. Yeah, it is super bizarre. And I, I really, I carry, I really, I'm glad that you brought the right thing up because you've actually tagged me on Twitter a couple times on this exact, you've seen this, like one was David Hogg and one mm -hmm. was recently about someone just completely not understanding what rights were. Yes. Um, mm. And yes. it, you, I don't know if you know, cause I don't know if you watch it, but like it prompted like two separate dangerous thoughts discussions about mm. what the origin of rights are, what that means, what's the difference, blah, blah, blah. Like, how they relate to the constitution, like all this kind of stuff. And I, I think most people are just using words that they don't, I don't think, this, don't I don't know. think Robert Reich knows what Correct. the word freedom means. I don't think he has, I think yes. it's a floating abstraction for him. I don't think he can tie it to any concretes. I don't think he understands what freedom means. Yes. Um, and, and the word that really bugs me even more is, is the idea, this, this idea of collective because all manner of sin gets thrown in there, right? You yes. could make the same argument for literally slavery. Well, let's stop talking about the personal freedom to not be enslaved and the collective freedom to have more cotton. It's yeah. like, well, yeah. I mean, you could totally make that argument. It's the same argument. It's the same argument. You can't, the word collective you know, serves to eradicate the concept of freedom by placing it together. That's what it does. So, Here's the problem with that. When you try to talk to them in that way and explain, here's why your argument falls apart, because you could use your argument for something like slavery, okay? Here's what, how their brain interprets that. They say, don't you dare compare um, not wanting to get COVID to wanting to have slaves. Yes. They, but I just did. Well, can you please yeah, but, and what? What you're trying to elaborate and what you're trying to say, it, it, to, not to get too heady here, but yeah. uh, we're trying to argue dialectic with them. They're trying to yes. argue rhetoric. Yes. Yes. And, they're, and so theirs is just an emotional response. I don't want to get sick because sick is bad. It doesn't feel good. Uh, how and, dare you? And that's it. And they go right? and they see they don't yeah. know dialectic. So they what they Correct. hear, they really do hear that. Um, they just hear right and wrong, like good and bad. Yes. And they, they think they're in the right, not wanting to get sick. And, and they think slavery is bad. So all they hear is, is you saying um, you not wanting to get sick is like having slaves. And they're like, what? Yes. No, awful. Slavery is awful. Why would you say that? They right. don't even and understand made, what you're doing. They don't understand that you're in slavery. Right. They don't yeah. understand that what you're doing is testing their argument um, across uh, what's the right word here? You're taking their argument and you're seeing if it holds water by seeing if you could if you could use that same argument for something awful. And you could. Correct. That means your argument's bad. Okay, but they don't right. understand that's the process. Of, that's how you test arguments because their arguments are whatever words they need. As Carter said many times, they don't make arguments that hold water. They just say whatever they need to to get what they want in that moment. The main problem, Carrie, is your argument requires objective truth to exist. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, you just made the best argument against universal suffrage that I've heard in a long time. I love it. Which, which is? People are morons, morons, oh. irrational, moronic. They like, yes. they don't know dialectic. They can't have a logical conversation. They can't like put two and two together and get four. They react emotionally. Why do they have a vote? Why are they why are they voting on what laws I'm subject to? Yeah. I mean, that's tyranny. Uh, 
Yes, literally. Right. Democratic tyranny exists. Yeah. We live in it. So along those lines, Carter, this is this could get interesting. I don't know if you saw this study. Um, I'm sending it to you right now. So Beverly, this is the uh, Twitter link that I'm sending. It's not the it's not the article from earlier. Um, this is a <laughs> actually okay. So this is from the New York Times. Opinion, the gender gap is taking us to unexpected places. And here's a quote. I can't no, read no. the whole thing because it's got a paywall. Is the gender but, gap the same as the thigh gap or is that a different thing? <laughs> a different gap. Okay. It's, uh, it's related to manspreading. Anyway, oh, okay. <laughs> um, here's a quote from the article, though. Listen to this. This is shocking. Maybe not shocking. Um, male students preferred protecting free speech over an inclusive and diverse society by a decisive 61 to 39%. Female students took the opposite position, favoring an inclusive and diverse society over free speech by 64 to 35%. It's too bad Tom's not in chat because this would be his favorite uh, study to cite now. Tom's the guy in chat who always yells, repeal 19. <laughs> yeah, uh, my uh, my uh, my analysis of this is that uh, female students are being more manipulated by the yes. media consumption, where they just go diversity and inclusivity, diversity and inclusivity, yay diversity, over and over again on every media platform, and so they just know those two words are good, and so they just go yes, those are the ultimate good, and they have no idea what they're even saying, and that's why women should not be allowed to vote, Thomas. That's what I thought we were going to come around to. <laughs> John went there. Uh, well, I agree, but that's because I think no one should be allowed to vote. Uh. <laughs> I think for anyone, I think <clears throat> that possibly it's been a net negative to society <laughs> um, to but it, it's also, but it should have, it should be done. I mean, obviously I support women having the right to vote. I just think, I think women per, maybe are more susceptible to some of the manipulation of empathy and manipulation of emotion that's happening that you're talking about, John, where you're yeah. being programmed to hear words like diversity and inclusion or right not to get, my right not to get sick. You're, you're being programmed to hear <laughs> those things and and say, those things are good. I'm going to choose that over like actual principles that pr protect individualism and equality. So it may, it may be well, it's had a net negative impact. I don't know. I mean, I, I, let's be honest. The word inclusivity, inclusivity and, and diversity, those two words, they have no idea what they're, what they mean either. Right. Like, no. Hey, do you support this? Thing, and they also don't understand um, free speech either. So that's it was really weird. In my in my trial, I we had to depose the guy who uh, defamed me, and uh, from from the WormCon website. And he, you know, he was he was some uh, some gay guy with a mohawk who wears funky suits. You know, and all you know, like you'd expect, and pink hair, of course. Uh, and I'm not joking. But uh, so he starts arguing what inclusivity and diversity is like over the course of this deposition. We're just sitting here listening. And, and it's like, so like, hold on. So you are arguing, my, my attorney's just trying to do this. And he's just like, you're arguing that to be inclusive, you have to exclude John. 
how does that work? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's for, you know, yeah, it's it, 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 the guy just can't, he fumbles over himself. He can't explain it. Eventually he starts going off on white privilege and all that. And he goes, and my attorney just goes, well, John's Hispanic. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, is he therefore a marginalized minority? And he goes, yeah. And then he pauses because he realizes what he said. And he goes, oh, but shit. he also has white privilege because he has light skin. And it's like, uh -huh. wait a minute. Uh, and, and so they just go through these like sort of like programs, like you said, and they just they have to stay within the program. They're never going to come to the conclusion. It's never worth arguing with these people is what I came and settled upon at some point. I'm just like, screw it. I agree with you uh, on that one. It sucks. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. I, I disagree as Carter's only because I mean, I used to be one of these people. So there are certain and we know lots of former we've met lots of former social justice people mm. through doing this show. But it's it's not it's not the majority. And I don't know what but you weren't argued out. That's the thing. Right. Never, it never happens. I've got a, I've got a co-host on my show, um, and she uh, is a, a college student. Was programmed with social justice, all that. She started hanging out with us, and she realized, like, and you know, she she identifies as uh, LGBT, whatever, and all that stuff. Uh, and she's she's a she's Asian minority, all that. And she started hanging out with us, and she's like, "Wait a minute, you know, you guys are supposed to be the Nazi guys who exclude and judge us for all this stuff, and you're not doing that to me." And yet these people at my school are telling me this stuff yeah. is happening all the time and they're trying to exclude people. They're the ones who are actually doing that. Yeah. It wasn't arg arguing with her that did that. And that's what it wasn't us actually laying out dialectic with her that did that. It was just us hanging out and being fun that did that. And that's kind yes. of why I'm working in the entertainment industry and in comics and novels to try to push that because I really think that's what wins people over more than anything else. You're hundred percent. It's a, yeah. it's an emotion. It's a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. We've had people yeah. who started hate watching our show. One of these girls is my good friend. Now she's at my wedding. She started awesome. hate watching us and as a social justice person and then was like, but I kind of like you. That's amazing. Too. <laughs> That's amazing. So, and then, but then what happens is once you, once something cracks open, and you realize you might be wrong. And I think it is the emotion or the connection or something there that, that opens you up. But once you're open, then you are open to the arguments. Then you yeah, are, because yes. you've got to open the person first. Their mind yeah. is closed off. They're in a prison. I was, my mind was in a prison, but once I became open, then I was like starving. You don't realize how hungry you are when yes. you shut off your mind then you're like feed me history and everything like i want to know tell me all the tell me the argument against raising the minimum wage i've never heard it you know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah because you actually it might have hit your ears but you actually never did hear it right correct yes right yeah 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 i the only thing i'm gonna add on the, the previous one because it's i like to be controversial there is no right to vote it doesn't exist there's no right to vote Rights, like rights are a priori. Rights come before a government. Um, so at best, there's a promise from a government about requirements for voting, citizenship, age. Like it's a promise that if you meet these requirements, you can vote. That's what that is. But it's not a right. There's no such thing as a right to vote um, because without a government, rights exist without a government, right? Because they're, they're, they're ethical and there's no voting in a democracy without a without a government there. So rights that it's not a right and people, and I think one of the reasons that they use rights to vote um, is because it sounds good. And it even shows up in amendments to the constitution. It's not there 
at the beginning, but it shows up in the mid-19th century after the Civil War. It shows up in the Constitution as an assumed right. They don't say you have it, but they kind of assume it. Um, I think the reason it's there is because it helps conflate the idea of rights and privileges. Like, like you said, Carrie, like as soon as we start talking about right to vote, it shifts the attention towards rights coming um, being like intrinsically intertwined with the government. Right. Because voting is obviously intrinsically intertwined with the government. Yeah, 100 percent. I agree. And that is always the way I thought about it when I was in when I was in the cult. I, I never really thought about, as you were saying, you don't think Robert Reich has thought about freedom means. That's true. A lot of people, I had not asked myself, what do you believe this word means? A lot of people in that cult, if you ask them to define what is a right, they can't. Or what is freedom? They can't define it. Even in their own words, they can't. They, they'll right. it, Something that should be simple, it's not so simple because a lot of them don't realize they're speaking of, as you were saying, these ephemeral kind of things that they haven't really looked at before. Like, what does this mean? It's really just a program, like John was saying, it's really just, this is good, this is bad, this is good, this is bad. And yeah. But there's no real um, definition that's going on in their in their mind of what they mean by this. Yeah. Well, I mean, as you were both saying, right, like you were talking about how they're they're not they can't think critically. Basically, I'm paraphrasing what you said, Carrie, but like they can't mm -hmm. think critically. Um, they're just emotionally reacting. Right. And so mm -hmm. if if you if you think about what that means for how they actually construct mental models of the world, it means that they're not trying to tie any of their words to concretes in reality. Like they've not been taught that. You can't use the word freedom unless you can describe what you mean by it in concrete reality in a non-contradictory way. You can't use the word right, right? David Hogg might want to tweet about the word right, but like you, you morally, you can't use the word right if when someone corners you on what you mean, you're like, oh, like, and you're self-contradictory and mm -hmm. it's not like that's, you don't deserve to be in the discussion. But too many people think that they deserve to be in the discussion and they haven't given one iota of thought to any of this and rarely any independent thought. Some of them have sometimes absorbed crap from people around them and maybe thought a little bit. But like you're saying, Carrie, when 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 you undergo um, an emotional opening up, mm -hmm. suddenly what's happening is your your rational mind is suddenly like getting activated and you're like, holy shit, there's like stuff about reality that I can link to concepts and like construct a model. And like, I need more data. This is really interesting, right? Like I, this stuff doesn't have to be an anxious an anxiety inducing quagmire of language that we use to yell at each other. It can be like stuff that relates to reality. That's, you know, that I feel confident about saying, right? Like I, well, you, because I mean, all that's know. off limits when you're in a cult of belief, right? Mm-hmm. All of that's off yeah. limits. So that rational mind, as you're saying, your rational mind is, it's just used to doing the working backwards. Like you, you know what mm -hmm. you're supposed to think about things emotionally, like based on what your tribe tells you. And then your rational mind is, is do is just working backwards to help you articulate that, to make it sound like you arrived there through reason. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. then once you actually, yeah. yeah. So it's like a, it's like if you're a, a rat in a maze and all the doors are closed off except for one path, you're just on that one path. But then if you get, that all the doors are opened up and then suddenly your, your rational mind's like, Oh, 
and I can go in there, like I can go in there. And there's these right. things that you just haven't been able to consider. Like you're sort of, um, I mean, you see the way we, we all see the way people do this. If it's, it's like when I was in that, that world, if someone were to say, um, you know, listen to this Ben Shapiro video and it's like, no, or Steven Crowder was a big one. I remember, I remember, I think I even posted things that I thought he was a misogynist, but because that's what the cult told me he was, but I hadn't really, I'd only watched clips. And so it's sort of like, well, watch this and tell me what you think of it. No, your rational mind, that door's closed. They can't go in there and see what you think about that. Right. You know, <laughs> and, right. and that's always the goal with those groups is to, to label somebody an ist so that no matter what they say is wrong, you can't do that. And that person gets completely written off and it helps them main, maintain control of their social circles and their media circles. And that's it. That's the entire yeah. intention. Yep. And you're reminding me of this. You're reminding me of this letter that I brought up earlier to Spotify from, uh, uh, I guess, 270. They say 270 physicians, but the phrase is actually like uh, physicians and science communicators and medical professionals. And science if you scroll down, communicators. You, like a blogger, <laughs> right? Like, uh, yeah. okay. Some of them are doctors, of course. And, and. Dr. MDs. Is Emily Porter on that list? I, actually, gonna, I haven't looked. I'm going uh, to change my name. I'm going to change my name on YouTube to John Delarose Science Communicator. Uh, yeah. That sounds pretty yeah. official. Emily yeah. Porter is is not. So, uh, um, But anyway, it reminds me of this because this entire argument is we're scientists or science communicators or whatever. We're, we're, we're scientists. <laughs> and you need to shut this guy up. Because he says things that we that are that are wrong. Let's let's assume that he's hundred percent wrong. Let's just put aside your views. Let's just pretend that everything Joe Rogan says is one hundred percent wrong about COVID. It's all misinformation. These are a bunch of scientists that are like, you have to shut up the misinformation. That discredits your that discredits your status as a scientist. I'm sorry that just that alone discredits like scientists don't say someone who doesn't like a chemist doesn't say or actually let's let's use a more common example. An astronomer doesn't have to write letters to Twitter saying shut down astrology. Don't let people have astro like don't let people talk about astrology. It's fake news about the stars and the planets. Don't let them talk about it. Well, to be because fair, only know. only women talk about astrology, so therefore fair. it should be shut down. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but they know that they're because they know their other their ideas are can withstand criticism from us. Like astrology can come along and say whatever, and like they're not scared. You're only scared when you're concerned that the other side maybe is saying something that you can't defend. I know you're going to pull it out. Don't do it, Carrie. Oh, oh, Carrie, I, no. I this, no, John hasn't seen it. No, I got this book for Carter. I just haven't mailed it to him yet. It's oh, an beautiful. old book from a vintage bookstore, and it's called The Simplified Scientific Astrology. I'm sending it Oh, to Carter, you. when I you just, get that, Carter, I want you to read it live on stream for me. So. <laughs> Wouldn't it be better if Ian read it in the ASMR voice? In the ASMR voice, yeah. Now you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. The ladies will love it. No, no, but, but no, you, that's a great point. They, they're not astronomers. Are not afraid of astrologists and what they have to yeah, say, right. and they're not trying to shut them up. Um, uh, what was I going to say? 
Oh, science communicators. Science communicators makes me think of cheese food. You know, it's like <laughs> a yes. cheese cheese food yeah. product. You know, that's what it says on string cheese. It says cheese yeah, food. Yeah, may contain wood. <laughs> Yeah. And like, wait, is it cheese? No, it's cheese food. Okay. It's cheese food. It's cheese flavored food. <laughs> cheese flavored. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is, or is it, no, it's Parmesan. Yeah, it's Parmesan cheese that's like wood fibers, right? Yeah. Some of those shaking Parmesan cheese are just wood fibers that are. Yeah. Oof. Excellent. I have to take a quick break. I'll be right back. I'm going to do a couple Apologies. super chats. Then. Okay. All right. Thomas St. Thomas, 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 one of the writers here. Uh, says, make them explain why slavery is of even one person is wrong. Everything they support then falls apart. You can't get them to that yeah. point. And, and that's that's kind of what we've been talking about. You're like, they'll just flip out and, and it doesn't matter. There's no, there's no dialing it down into specific examples to where it's applicable. And that's, that's where like science goes wrong these days. It's not even science. Like for science to like have any relevancy it has to have a specific application that you can test over and over and over and over again to get the same result and have it be applicable to something. It's not about that now. It's just about making money. That's it. Well, yeah, I mean, you need the null hypothesis and you certainly need to be able to uh, dissenting voices, even if wrong and crazy, needs to be allowed to speak. I mean, you need you they, need the criticism, right? They should be able to test the the hypothesis as much as anybody else yeah. can correct yeah absolutely and i'm not saying that uh everything that joe rogan says is wrong by any means i'm just saying like even if you take it to that extreme like doesn't mean you should shut up all right uh super chat it's, uh super iron bob says a house divided cannot stand no husband nor any wife should have a vote their household should that's interesting I don't know what you do for single people but interesting idea Single I've people shouldn't said, be allowed to vote. Let's go. I'll be more controversial. Well, how about you have to have kids? Because uh, if you don't have then, kids, you don't care about future generations. Yes, I like that. How about you can't vote if you get any money from the federal government in any way? I like that too. Okay. I'm on board with all this, Carter. So you and I can vote. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's maybe a couple other people in chat. Uh I'll fight you naked says YouTube won't let you write certain words in super chat. Oh, that, yeah, that's yeah. Welcome. Yeah, to YouTube's freedom. blocking a lot of words at this point that like, they'll just, a lot of people think, Oh, I was moderated or whatnot. I get, I'm getting that more and more, but uh, YouTube's actually just holding back comments uh, because certain words trigger things. It's, it's getting absurd at this point. Yeah. We do often get people say like, this is my third comment. It keeps getting deleted. I'm trying this variant of it and seeing if that one works. And it's like, yeah. yeah. So, what else is going on with you, John? What what happened this week that you are that I've just I've just been on the no upset Novak Djokovic thing, uh, and I was I've been upset, then I was happy, then I was upset again, and I've just been trying to just like I don't know uh, my entire world, of course, like it being comics and sci-fi, like they're like we don't care about that. That's sports ball, and I'm like, well, it, it is, but it 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 applies to you because it's this really a wealthy privileged guy in theory who's getting told by a government that he's going to get screwed because they're trying to make an example of him to scare the people of Australia that look, if we can do it to this guy, we'll do worse to you. Don't screw with us. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. That's the whole reason they're doing it. That's what they're, 
trying to push to make sure they maintain their their just lockstep control over this stuff. And they've got an election coming up very soon, so they want to be show they want to be shown they're the tough guy. And uh, it's gross. I mean, this the government should not act that way. Government shouldn't step on people this way. Uh, it's really a tragic moment for our society uh, as a whole. It's a tragic moment for Australia, and I, I wish. I only wish that like the people in uh, the ATP, the tennis tour would step up and just be like, you know what, if you're going to abuse a guy like this and throw him into a prison camp because he's unvaccinated, uh, we're just not going to hold our tournament in your country. They do it to China in a heartbeat because of their atrocities and all that. Uh, Australia's got a guy in that prison camp, which came out to light, which nobody's talking about. And I'm sorry to filibuster, but I'm, this grinds my gears, guys. Uh, there's a guy in that prison camp because of Australia's immigration system and all that. He's been trapped there for nine years without trial. It's like Guantanamo Bay. I'm not joking you. He's just stuck there because he was trying to flee his oppressive country. He got stuck in their little camp system there, and they have no way to deal with him. He has nowhere to go, and so he's just there for nine years, his entire life. Uh, and Australia is just kind of turning a blind eye to it. It's disgusting. Yeah, it is disgusting. I mean – I don't know, Renovatio in chat, this is in Super Chat, but I'm going to read it. He says, you can't scare Aussies. They live in a country where every creature wants to kill you. Except you can. You just have to have a slightly destructive, like a a thing that's worse than the flu by a little bit. And they freak the (laughs) hell out. And like, you obviously you can scare Aussies very, very, very easily. Maybe not with crocodiles, but certainly with the coof. Why do you think, and and we all know Australians – like comics division was talking about who, who are not going along with authoritarianism. Yeah. But, but it seems like on, on a large scale, the country is. So why do you think that is? Do you think it's different from the United States in any important ways? Like why would it, it possibly- is, but I don't have enough info. And I know you're not supposed to say this on YouTube. I don't have enough of a, a, a information to have a why uh, or That's have an good. opinion on that. So- <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You're supposed to Can always have an opinion. <laughs> Can you speculate? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe <laughs> it comes back to the fact that like they were prisoners and they were just like, you know, that, that was the original situation there. And so they were just kind of beat down and conformed and forced to be, because most countries use prisoners as slave labor and, and kind of treat people like that when they're prisoners. Maybe it comes down to just like there's generations of that. And that's what they ended up being. Now they're, now they're prisoners to their own government. I don't know. Sounds right. Yeah, no, it sounds right to me too. I'm, I'm, I don't know the answer either, but I do think there is something unique about the American, uh, if it, to the extent it still exists, but at least at the beginning, something there's something unique about the American spirit and rugged individualism that even though there are other Western countries that had similarly liberal democracy type structures, uh, no one went as far as the U.S. Like we're the only ones with the we're the only ones with the Second Amendment, for example, right? Like ours is really the only spot in the world where the whole premise of our entire society is people who want to flee uh, from authoritarians and start a new life. And like yeah. everybody, all the way up, if you go if you go back to like the 1600s, 1500s, that's what it was about. They left because it's like, no, your church is stupid. We're going to do our church over here that's not as lame as yours. And then you know, as that went on in the 1800s, it was. You know, people from Ireland being like, you know what, this place sucks. I'm going to just pick up and pack up and start a new life. And that's what it was for a long time uh, before the corporations took over. Uh, and now, it's a, now it's a government by the corporation for the corporation. 
But uh, we had hundreds of years of that. So the original people uh, who came over for those hundreds of years had that mentality and had that gumption in them. Uh, and, and their descendants did too. Yeah, which is which is unique, which is different than Australia or other European countries or whatever. Yep. Like it is, it is unique. And so it it's also who, whoever, like the people that specifically populated Australia also brought with them the upspeak that Australians do. It's kind of female in nature. <laughs> oh, I thought that <laughs> the upspeak. But listen to Australians. Upspeak, they, right? they, they do it. They, they end things like they a do, question. Right. And we always talk like this, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so whoever that, that little group, it like maybe if you tend towards upspeak, you tend towards being more agreeable. It's hilarious. That's, that's what my speculation completely unfounded. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't, I see some people in chat like, well, the government, their government's doing this, their government's doing that. Like you're missing the point. The fundamental question is why did that group of people enact the government that yeah. does this stuff? Like we enacted this particular government clearly failed at some things and we've got some problems to answer for as well. But like, why did that government exist in that way? Right. Um, and why was that sanctioned? Presumably sanctioned by the culture. Um, well, also a couple things from chat. Somebody says, Jules says, old Aussies don't speak that way. That's a younger thing. Oh, I didn't know that. It's a younger thing. Um, mm. And then somebody says, Don Donella says, it's called the British. Yes, but there's different There's different um, places. I mean, Britain is not just they're all the same. It's from different time periods. I mean, we just read a book in book club uh, by Thomas Sowell, Black Redneck's black rednecks and white liberals and some of the speech patterns he, he was arguing in the in the south in the southern part of the united states specifically came from a from immigrants from a certain part of england or a certain part of scotland in a certain time period and bringing the cultural mannerisms and the ways of speaking from those people right so um if upspeak did come from britain it wouldn't be from like all of britain it would be from you know that's interesting I still contend that it, it came from Santa Cruz or maybe farther south. Huh? Um, LA sounds right. Yeah, LA. Yeah. Uh, Santa Monica. G-Man says, Carter, your voting restriction presupposes the government has a right to take our money and give some of it back in the first place. Obviously, you know, I don't think that. I'm just saying if we're going to presuppose that like everyone else does, at least this should be the voting restriction. But yeah, I agree with you. Um, cool. Not my ideal world. <laughs> Let's put it that way. What else should we talk about? Are we? I mean, we've been going for two hours. Is there anything that we're missing that's big news that that you guys want to? I don't think so. It's been fairly quiet, uh, actually, the last couple of days, uh, other than the Djokovic thing that I've been going on about. Um, I I've just got a. Uh, as far as my news, of course, I, I'd like to show my book real quick if I can. Yes, yeah, please. 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 All right, cool. All right, uh, so I've got a, a book called "A High School Girl in the Crusades," and it is uh, a. a Love of the Crusades that makes me do this. I like that theme, the knights. I think chivalry is a big thing. I'm going to share my screen real quick so I can show you guys. Show, don't tell. It's always a comic and writing uh, trope that you should do that because art is prettier than me talking about it. So this is uh, by my friend, The Quaff. He is an actual Japanese-American uh, doing actual manga-style work for me. And we both love manga. We love that what manga's been doing the last like several years it's just been fun. Their, their culture and what they're doing in Japan is just all about fun. It's all about just creating a good story. 
They haven't been mired in all the social justice propagandizing that American media has done. And so we're here actually to fight back against that. These are, by the way, these are completely clean comics. Um, so I like keeping things PG. I talk about clean speech and all that. Uh, you're happy to have your kids read these. Uh, it's going to be something a lot of fun. Here's some, some more beautiful art. But it's about a high school girl who gets thrust back into the Crusades, much like, and the title is a callback to Mark Twain's uh, a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's court, of course. Uh. So, yeah. So I, I, I definitely like to put in things like that, put in references to great literature, great films. Uh, we hit every manga and anime trope out there that we possibly can squeeze into <laughs> 22 pages. So lots of fun. Um, and it should be a wholesome time. Now, I had a huge book last year. And the reason I'm doing a crusader theme book again is because I did Deus Volt last year. And this, uh, it went out of control. People were really uh, all about this. And I'm back to the regress harder. So if you go back to Deus Volt, I took this like 60s and 70s art style that you would have got from like Conan the Barbarian or Prince Valiant. And this, I'm offering a second chance to get that book here That's also great. at a discount if you get both. So if you guys really want this, this this is maybe my masterpiece. Um, and it, it, we've got both books on here. One that's a fun manga version, one that's an old school uh, epic fantasy style book. And I hope you'll check it out, so. Awesome. I'm sorry, but Beverly not, what's the gender of the, the that dude with the horns there? That's because I don't see a lot of non-binary people. Uh, it's uh, they so them. I'm a little bit yeah for sure there that's that's my uh, that's my tranny representation oh i can't say that word. trans <laughs> representation sorry and our video is pulled down uh john beverly <laughs> beverly asks will this comic yes. the new one be fully colored yes. or mostly black and white we're doing black and white on this one like uh like the manga is so we we're trying to just completely do that style um we do have islamic villains which is also going to get us canceled um, oh, yeah, but, nice. uh, you know, yeah, we're not allowed to do that. I don't think, uh, but, uh, yeah, we're, we're trying to just do an homage to manga. Just like my other book is doing an homage towards like Conan the Barbarian and those style of comics. I really like to, I really like to show what I like and, uh, yeah. and do things that way. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for, thanks for joining John. This has been great. Uh, you and I will get together in real life now that we're, you know, I'm as excited. Long as as long as you're quadruple vaccinated and you bring some masks, you and I can get together. Yeah, I'll, I'll wear. Th I'll make sure to wear three masks. Um, I'll make sure to take all the shots, uh, to so I can be the the vax maxed. And uh, good, good. I'm, I'm going to Tahoe this weekend, so I can't hang out this weekend. It's uh, okay. It, we love Tahoe. Uh, I don't know about you. Should go to Tahoe with us. Why wouldn't you? Why, why don't we great. do that sometime? Okay. Yes. Let's talk about I, that. But, I, but we still have a two month old, so we're not traveling. Oh, that's right tough. Because okay. yeah, maybe I next year. I don't think she would enjoy that as much as you might imagine. We can do it during summer because then we can go boating. Yeah, that's better. That's better. Okay. All right. Well, okay. look, everyone, uh, thank you for, for watching. As a reminder, we have Book Club coming up on the 30th. It's Crime and Punishment. We got 451 Degrees tonight with uh, Alex Maselli and Comics Division, who was just here. And uh, you can go to unsafespace.com to support the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe, Carrie. Does Tiger have any last words before we run the credits? Um, Tiger, I just wanted to announce, Tiger here in Texas, he got kicked out of a cafe yesterday, oh. even though he's fully vaccinated. So he's fully vaccinated. That wow. Did he not wear his mask? You. <laughs> it was, it, that's true. That's why. <laughs> he was maskless. That makes sense. Fully vaxxed with vax paperwork and everything. Kicked out of a cafe. Can you believe it? Yeah, <laughs> he's a rebel tiger. I told him. I said he's got all of his vaccines. Anyway. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
All right, guys. Have a good weekend, everyone. We will see you on uh, Monday. See you. Bye, guys. Bye, Carter. Thanks for spending your time with us today. If you're new to the channel, we have a deep content library that includes discussions with everyone from James Lindsay to Brett Weinstein. So go check it out. And please consider supporting the Unsafe Space team by visiting unsafespace.com donate. You can find us on a variety of social media platforms, and you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space Discord server, which is open to financial supporters at any level. See you there. Warning. This is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production has not been authorized by the Cathedral. Pay no attention to it. Please download this updated list of contagious individuals. Use the hashtag GetBoosted to receive two complimentary Liberty Pellets. Mass formation psychosis is just a right-wing talking point. Please purge it from memory and resume your programming. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice courtesy. Never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake.